Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime. Voice memos preferred, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays won Friday by a score of 8-3. to They lose Saturday by a score of 8-4, to and then win Sunday by a score of 7-3, to taking two of three, of course, against the Texas Rangers before the Rays head off to the West Coast. Ulysses, it is a Monday, which means it's time for takeaways and observations from the weekend. What do you got? Oh, man, there's so many things to talk about. Uh, okay, so first, this is just as a, as a little, um, I told you so. Um, there was a Locked on Race uh, listener or commenter on YouTube. I think his name is Caleb. And he was like, you got, uh, you know, I don't think you guys are right when you're saying that Patina is going to be used in the Beaks role. He's just going to be, he has been used one inning only in AAA. And then, lo and behold, he gets used for two innings in the weekend. So, there you go, Caleb. All right. There you go. That's my little I told you so. We were right in the sense that he would and should only be used in clunker-esque games, i.e. 8-1. to And that was the case. And we saw why he's only used in those types of games. Because I guess his his fastball must look like grapefruits or cantaloupes (laughs) too the opposing hitter whether it's coming in at 94 96 up and away down and in doesn't matter the hitter a professional major league hitter is going to smack it around seemingly yeah and and so i know that caleb's first retort would be like well you know it was eight to one of course we want to save the bullpen and arm so well there you go he still got used for two two innings so there you go um but my main takeaway is of course the face of the franchise and that's wander franco uh, he hadn't hit a home run since May 9th. And what a time to go deep with two men on base uh, when your when your ace, you know, has just slid in three runs, gets the other team back into the game. You got Martin Perez on, on the ropes the whole game. You need to ha- have that final knockout punch. And then Wander Franco comes through, man. Uh, it was great to see. It was a bomb. And usually, I don't know why, but I, I feel like a lot of, maybe not this season, but most of the time when Rays hit home runs, it usually is like one solo shot or you know maybe right. one person on base. It's really rare to see a three-run bomb. Uh, maybe not this season. This season, I think we've seen it more. Uh, but it was really get, great yeah. to see Juan Franco get a hold of that and and just expand that lead from four to three to seven to three. You kind of like whew, you take a big, big deep breath and and you feel better about what's what's happening. Yeah, you talk about those uh, multi RBI homers, um, Wander Franco in this case uh, to credit uh, Randy Rosarena to credit over the course of the season. Isak Paredes to credit over the course of the season, but with Wander getting his eighth homer of the year, um, do you, well, as an aside, uh, just generally, does it seem like the offense like Wander Franco and others have so many times this season failed or lifted or safety netted the pitching staff for the defense where in all of the race history, pretty much up to this point, it's been the other way around. 
hundred percent. It's always been the pitching and defense um, leading the way. It's not like the, the pitching is bad this this time around. It's yeah. not. We've got our issues with the bullpen, but it. I mean, the the offense is just tremendous, man. Yeah. I mean, you just look up and down the the lineup, and you see contributions all over. And I know there are people that are that are going through droughts. You know, i.e. Brennan Lau. I know he's on the IL, but still, he was going through a big drought. Uh, Taylor Walls broke his 0 for 30 this weekend. Good for him um to to get back on the on the on the right side of things so but up and down man it's ridiculous how good it is does wander franco get to 20 homers this season he's at eight right now first homer in over a month uh looked like a month and a half ago we'd say easily he'd get to 20 but at what are we 68 games played he has eight does he get to the big 2-0 I want to say yes. I want to say yes because I've I've, I've claimed that he is one of the group of um, 2020 guys that the race have, which are like three of them. Uh, I th- my heart wants to say yes. My brain wants to say no. So I guess you can you can get your your answer through that. But yeah, eight eight and 22 stolen bases. So he's got the bags already to to get that 2020. 12 home runs. I think he can do it. I think he can do it, okay. But not if he goes another month without hitting one single home run. So let, let's see how these next couple of weeks go, and maybe it'll be a little bit more easier to answer that question. I'll tell you what; he'll likely have way more stolen bases this season than homers. That's probably uh, yeah. Fair to say. Uh, we have yeah, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you about something very important, and that is eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are all guaranteed so Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A little addendum to that question I posed. What's more likely, Wander Franco getting 20 homers or Shane McClanahan getting 20 Ws this season? Yeah, I think you know the answer to that, and that's the lefty man. He's already being compared to what David Price has done in for the franchise, which is tremendous. You know, you, 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 yeah, definitely Shane, definitely Shane yeah. on that. Yeah, Shane wants, uh, I he might be holding out for free agency, he wants that big payday. He is not yes. going to give a hometown discount, it doesn't uh, appear so. Have I not called this since 2021? He gave me David Price vibes and not only on the mound, but his personal attitude of like, no, I am also looking not only to be the best on the field, but being paid like the best on the field. And that's exactly what David Price used to say all the time. Yes, I'm I'm waiting. I'm going to I believe in me. And 
hey, you know, go, they wouldn't be out there if they weren't competitive. They wouldn't be out there if they didn't believe in themselves. And so, yeah, uh, that that seems like the the track that Shane McClanahan's on right now. That's fair. Um, my takeaway or, or big observation here, and I know I've mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again. Isak Paredes. I think Isak Paredes needs his own fan club, his own fan section like Randy Arosarena. Get a Team Mexico thing going on. You have Team Randy in left field. I, I don't know. You might need to replace that because Paredes hits all his balls to left field. So I, I think you could maybe carve out some space for him as well. But what he did on Friday night, it was basically Isak Paredes versus Leody Traveras. That was essentially the game. But getting two homers and six RBIs. Um, and here's the thing about Paredes. Uh, runners in scoring position, two strikes, two outs. Uh, when the moment is big and you need a big play or a big – um hit he he can come through whether it's a home run whether it's again fastball up and in fastball up and away or um you just need a ball down the left field line or like on sunday where you have runners in scoring position and fewer than two outs uh, i believe no outs at the time bases loaded uh hey we just need to get a run in we need to get runs on the board so Paredes, what yes. does he do he he puts the ball in play look like a routine double play but he still got the run in and he had enough hustle and wherewithal to not get doubled up so extremely extremely impressed with what Paredes is putting forth this season and uh, I believe the team leader in RBIs and let's also consider with all this it's not like he's first um, on the team in at bats or plate appearances I mean he's putting a lot of this production with a lot fewer plate appearances than others on this roster and when you made the comparisons from 2022 to 2023, the growth is incredible. Uh, his batting average going from 205 to 260. The on-base going from 304 to 344. The slugging from 435 to 45. So his OPS has increased by 90 points. He, instead of being a 739 guy, he's an 829 guy. He already has as many RBIs uh, as he had last year at 45. And mind you, he played... 111 games last year and he's only played 59 i know rbi might might be a little bit more of a team um uh construct Mm -hmm. uh you know stats you know if if you're if you are in a a team that scores a lot of runs you might have more more opportunities for rbis nonetheless you have to get those rbis so that that, that's that's where i stand yeah i get that it's a team thing but ultimately you do have to get those hits and he's getting those hits and when you talk about the opportunities that he has gotten in 2023, not being an everyday guy and still, for example, mm-hmm. leading the team in, in RBIs. Is it time to perhaps make some room so that Isaac Paredes becomes an everydayer like you guys are for locked on race, you know, subscribing and, and hitting that like button and you guys are an everydayer for locked on race. Should Isaac Paredes be an everydayer in the Kevin Cash lineup? Possibly. It's a question to be considered. I also uh, like the idea of whatever methodology and chemistry that the Rays have conjured up for Paredes to put him in positions to be the most successful. I'm okay with that as well. Um, so that's something to to watch and gauge going for, forward with. But regardless, at 24 years old, Paredes is doing really, really special things. I don't know if I expected this type of production out of him. Um, when he was acquired from uh, from Detroit in the Austin Meadows trade, I thought yeah. it was like, okay, he'll be 
a bit player. He'll be, you know, 24th, 25th, 26th man off the bench. But no, thus far, he's proven much more than that. So that's one thing. The other thing I do want to mention is, and it's not a, a huge deal by any means, but the Rays loss on Saturday, eight to four, uh, where Taj Bradley was hanging sliders left and right. But the thing that I think probably hurt Taj Bradley to some extent was Vidal Brujan having a throwing error at second that cost what would have been a double play. So instead of two outs and nobody on, you had zero outs and one run scored and multiple runners on. So I just want to preface this by saying, and no disrespect to what Vidal Brohan can or can't do defensively, but something to consider when you're calling up prospects and hotshot players is whatever their batting line is in AAA or AA, whatever it may be, we also have to consider the defensive side and how important that is. And um, it, it shouldn't be overlooked because defense can cost you games. So when you're thinking about calling up Kyle Manzardo or Curtis Mead or Junior Caminero, whoever it may be, it's just defense is important. That's what I'm trying to say. And it, it takes time to get adjusted to the speed of the game at the big league level, all the different ballparks, the confines of the trop, working with your teammates, what they like and what they prefer, how they like a ball thrown to them, where they like to play in the field, positioning and so forth. Communication, that's a huge thing too. So just want to throw that out there is, um, you know, I know uh, there's a lot of, hey, we need to call up this guy or that guy, but maybe they're not ready yet in all phases of the game. And again, some just to uh, devil's advocate, just for like three seconds, it's when are you really ready? Is anybody really ready? But uh, but really, I 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I think fans forget that if they want to clamor for a prospect, well, are we not seeing it with the Yankees right now? All we yeah. heard was Anthony Volpe, oh, Anthony Volpe, Anthony Volpe, and now they hate Anthony Volpe. Well, yes. What did, I mean, do you want the rookie to get his lumps or, or not? Like, where, where do you want to to, to lie? So that, that's the same thing. Um, with Vidal, though, um, it, it is un- uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic because you do believe in Vidal's glove. So that kind of yeah. – um, it's going to happen. It sucks that it happened that way. And it kind of did open the floodgates, didn't it? It just felt like – at least emotionally speaking, you know, um, yeah. with Tosh there. So, yeah, it sucks. Those things are going to happen. Um Again, I don't know. With with Isak, if we if we want to go there, you know, Isak does have smooth hands. I don't remember if he was on the lineup on Saturday. Um, do you remember if he was? I I can't recall. I could look it up real quick, but okay. But because I, I did see, hey, the, he did so much on Friday. Maybe I he know. deserved a little bit of a breather. He carried the team on Friday, so it's like, hey, we're gonna let you uh, drink champagne uh, till two a.m. and and take it off. Maybe um, I, I saw that uh, his splits, you know, versus lefties, he's hitting 319 with a 907 OPS, Paredes is. And then against righties, he's hitting 242 with an 804 OPS. So, yeah, his numbers are saying start me with a righty or lefty. Right. And, and maybe the there's just very specific righties that the Rays don't want to trouble him with. And also... Hey, it's all about um, what's the phrase in in basketball? Load oh management. 
yeah, you know, it's a long season. You want to give yeah. guys a couple days off here and there. Um, Paredes is a, a bigger, stockier, bulkier guy. So, you know, the, the grind of 162 could be a little bit tougher on him than, than on right. some others. You can make that argument. Um, so I'm look, I'm, I'm okay with not doing anything that, that, uh, that upsets anything, but if you're playing as good as you're playing, maybe you do deserve some opportunity. So I hate to be so wishy-washy on that, but, um, yeah, yeah very, that, that's a very, uh, um, running for politics, uh, running for office kind of, uh, answer. Well, yes, but for no's, I understand. Hey, there's, not no. everything's black and white. There's a lot of gray matter, gray area. I I agree. I agree. So. Um, can we just touch just for a little bit on the on the Low Brothers? How cool was that? Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And, and they had a whole bunch of family and friends in attendance, and something that uh, in whatever sport it is, but baseball to produce and breed two sons to play simultaneously Crazy. in the big leagues, and not just play, but to be extremely productive. Yeah, is amazing and extremely rare and remarkable so let's all consider that too and and with different types of 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 skills you know they've yeah. got different um they're different players and it's really cool that they both will ultimately nate nathaniel is already a starter josh Lowe on most teams would be a starter um you know he's with the race so he's not a starter uh but he should be <laughs> uh and with his production yeah. it's crazy it's really it's really awesome that that's that, that that happened i'm glad that they both get to experience that with their families and 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 their and their friends while they're both having such good times you know in, yes. in mlb like they're not just struggling and they're not like oh am i gonna get you know sent down to triple a sort of thing like they're fine yes um all right so the rays go to the west coast to face the lowly Oakland athletics who amazingly are in a five game winning streak. But before we get to that, should note this uh, in the last 20 years, only one team, the 2022 Yankees has had a better 60 has had a better record 68 games into the season than the Rays. And I think this Rangers series was evident of the fact that um, no matter how good you are, how many games you've won in a row, what kind of streak or trek you're on. You come to the trop. That's where good vibes go to die for the opposition because they did it to the Pirates. They did it to the Dodgers, and now they've done it to the Rangers. And for all the talk about the Rays not being able or not facing anybody, um, they have like a 63% winning percentage against teams above 500. And teams that are in either first or second place in their respective division, the Rays are 14 and seven. So um, it's not just the athletics and the nationals and the reds and the insert bad team here that the Rays are beating up on. And also if you compare their schedule to any other AL East uh, team, they have the best record against the AL teams while, whilst playing the most Mm. games against AL team AL East uh team. So the right now the lead is at five and a half, I believe, to the Orioles and it goes up to like eleven games to the Red Sox. That can that can expand r- right quick when you, you see 
the Yankees fumble series against the Red Sox, when you see yeah. the Toronto Blue Jays maybe fumble against the Orioles um, and and vice versa. So that'll be good, man. Uh, I, I am not a standings person. Uh, I After 2011, I have learned as a Rays fan that standings do not matter until basically late August, early September, really. Okay. And, I, and I may be a little bit of, ex- of an extremist there for some of you, that are standings watchers since, you know, April 20th. I just feel that way. Since 2011, when you when you are able to make up nine games and and and, and do what they did in 2011, that kind of has taught me that anything is possible. So standings watch is not for me, but because of the lead is so cool, I have been paying attention to it, and I hope that it keeps increasing. Yeah, and I mean, standings watch with baseball will just – drive you crazy every day every game for six months i mean it's, yeah. it's different with college football and college basketball and nfl but uh yeah uh so four game series versus the athletics who you guessed it they're 29th in team ops at 666 uh they're 30th in team era at 639 they're 29th in team defensive runs saved at negative 26 uh, they're last, I believe, in average attendance per game at 8,675. That actually seems higher than what I thought it would be. Uh, they are 17 and 50 on the year. So, Ulysses, do the Rays sweep and or take three of four from the athletics? I do not think they will sweep. Okay. Um, it's very difficult to sweep. It's very difficult to sweep a four-game series. It's difficult to sweep a four-game series at somebody else's house. So, no, I, I don't think so. I, I Again, these West Coast trips, man, you get out of there with a 500 record and you count your blessings. And yeah. honestly, I know people want more. They won the three out of four. I would be happy with a, with a split. Uh, I'll take the three for four. Hopefully that's what it is. But I, I would be happy with a split right now. I mean, going to the West Coast is no easy thing um, ever. So, and also you have mentioned how the Rays have to travel, you know, one of the longest uh, right. uh, for this whole season. So I, again, just be healthy, hopefully get two wins and everything should work out. Well, the Rays uh, did very well during the COVID season, and I think this series could be reminiscent of that because the ballpark is going to be damn near empty, I think, as opposed to uh, there's some kind of reverse boycott thing going on later this week. But I would think for the majority of this four-game series that it's going to be cricket, cricket, cricket. It's going to feel like you're playing uh, in a haunted house at not Oco Coliseum. It's Ring Central Coliseum. So, Somehow, some way, they got naming rights to their ballpark. So don't, don't, you know, our our poor Oakland friends. You know, we can't be speaking too much about stadium attendance either. Although this year, my goodness, we've seen that uptick, which is nice, which is nice. By the way, this is as a as a as an aside. Our buddy, our locked on A's host, Jason Burke, will be credentialed for this um, this season. And he ah. asked us if we had any questions for the race. So we might have to uh, give him a ring uh, and tell him, uh, you know, a couple of questions for the race players. Yeah, we might have to do a crossover after this series ends or in the midst of this series. I would be interested to see where the uh, stadium issue lies and just the overall sentiment 
of the uh, athletics fan base right now because it is no bueno for yeah. sure. Um, I, I, you know, it'd be great after this series if uh, the Rays, um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, basically, if their record is the opposite of the Oakland athletics. Well, yeah, I mean, so, there are 48 and 20. Uh, I mean, and the athletics are 17 and 50. God. I can't think of the word. It starts with a P, but my brain's not uh, working on a Monday morning, unfortunately. Well, you know, somebody in the comments is already probably going to write it. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, no, look, again, fun weekend series. All right. Uh, all for great. listening. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>